You're listening to a DM podcast. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. is the Dude Cinema Podcast. But I was just like scrolling through it like nerds, nerds, nerds. Like I don't care. <laughs> Movie shaming needs to stop. Obviously a dude wrote this script. These teeth aren't friends and I'm like, I'm about it. I honestly think that this movie should just be called Red Flags. <laughs> Let me miles tell you. Fuck you, Stanley Kubrick. This is the Dude... <laughs> 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 this is the Dude Cinema Podcast. My name is Alex J, and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Rebecca Chawoo. Yes, it's me. I just got out of the shower, and I feel fresh, and I feel ready She's to podcast. Yeah. Not wearing a lick of makeup. Uh, <laughs> woo! Don't look at the video. Hello, it's me, Beck Chawoo. <laughs> this is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see. And this week, we are joined by a very special guest from the Community Notice podcast. Cast Andrew Bensley. Hello, thank you for having me. I am a dude. You I've are recommended a... movies I my mean, whole life. Tick tick tick. I feel very at home recommending this movie to two two yeah. lovely uh, to two women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. podcast is slowly becoming an outlet for the men that we chastise to just come say, on here yeah. and release the valve. Truly. I <laughs> have also noticed that recently, and my you, love. <laughs> you will never run out of guests. Like you'll have a line out the door of we, dudes like, I like movies. We do. We have a line of male comedians who want to come on. And we, at first we're like, oh my gosh, it's so nice that everyone in our community is like supporting our podcast. And I've just recently realised, no, it's because it's a dude's ex- excuse to talk about his favourite totally, movie. Totally, yeah. On microphone. They immediately message when it comes out being like love to come on again and you're like just spread it out spread it out guys here's my top five (laughs) and i think i've got the look as well of the the, like the film bro i like it you know i got the glasses i'm Mm -hmm. wearing a national jumper yeah yeah you don't have a neck beard though no neck beard i do have a chin beard yes Um, yes it hasn't migrated yet to the neck not quite (laughs) one day day. if you recommend enough movies that's what happens it just falls from the chin onto the neck and a weird little center bit down your chest and nowhere else oh god (laughs) i feel like you have a very hairy chest um I do, Speak but I wouldn't say very. Okay. Um, if we're if we're going from say your Michael Klim to your Ben Caution, <laughs> I'd probably be, <laughs> I'd probably be somewhere in the middle. Okay, yeah, same. There's some light coverage. That's a healthy amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think we should put that in our regular structure. Okay, where <laughs> is your chest? Plugs up top, chest hair situation. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, staying in. Um, So, yes, as as Beck mentioned before, you have a fantastic podcast called Community Notice Board. Can you tell our listeners about that? Um, Well, I mean, both of you have been on. Um, We get a guest in every week, yes, every week to talk about the um, suburb or town that they grew up in. So we've had people from um, England, like tiny towns in England, America. Sometimes it's just a suburb. Very overrepresented um, in the Hills District in Sydney. A lot, <laughs> lot of comedians from that area, apparently. Interesting. Um, but yeah, we just chat. We get them to t- sort of tell their own stories of growing up. And we, three nerd hosts, do like deep dive research. So, so I've assigned myself homework to do every single week. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I love it. So you uh, you research the towns we do as like, well as talking to the person from the town. Totally, yeah. So we will find like weird little stories. I remember in Beck's one, your first one, like I was messaging on Facebook with someone who used to work at like an iconic restaurant. Do you remember at that? At the aquarium. At the aquarium, that's right. Yes, yeah. where there was a legend. This is at Hillary's Boat Harbour. There was an aquarium there and they had to move it because all the – Dolphins got poisoned or something like that. It was that. like a big scandal. <laughs> and they, it used to be called Atlantis and then it moved up like north of the city and then you were messaging someone who used to work yeah. at Atlantis Getting for the all goss. the gossip. Yeah, yeah. So Extensive we, research. A lot of that research. kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. Have you ever thought of hosting a true crime podcast? We sometimes get into true crime as I well. I imagine you would. Yeah, when it's not – sometimes because you're like you're having a laugh and then – you realize halfway through reading a story that it's quite gruesome it's and quite not as funny, mm. and then you're, but you're trying to like riff your way back yeah. out. Of it. I don't know why we, we should probably stop doing that. But yeah. That's a great segue into the movie you've brought us today. Yes, mm. yes, indeed. Uh, let's see if we can riff our way out of that one. Um. <laughs> Speaking of horrific crimes, yeah, I should just say I want to apologize up top because oh, good, thank you. Because I was going to demand an pretty, apology from you. Pretty fucking harrowing this movie, and I've seen it probably I'd say ten times in my life holy fuck but it hadn't it had been a while and then I rewatched it uh, y- uh, yesterday or the day before and it kind of clicked halfway through I was like I really shouldn't be inflicting this on anybody yeah, this so is- where was the trigger warning I was like Bensley's a really nice guy really he's really personal funny mature <laughs> why he- what is this secret <laughs> hatred for women that he's harboring by making us watch this movie without a trigger warning this is fucked I can't he mostly kills other men. There is a pretty <laughs> horrific scene, though, with the... Uh, it's not the killing I, w- I had the, yeah. the, the yeah. with. <laughs> the, yeah. I mean, there's several other activities that yeah. I was like, oh, I was not expecting to watch this on the Thursday afternoon. Yeah. yeah. So we'll do for you what Bensley didn't do for us. Um, <laughs> huge trigger warning on this movie, you yes, guys. Yes. It's called Dead Man's Shoes. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know... There's just a lot of hectic shit in there. So if you're going to watch it, just be aware. Yes. Um. Bensley, what what okay, the fuck can, is wrong? With you? <laughs> Where the fuck do you get off with this movie? No, what's your history but with this? First movie? off, I would like to say actually because Rebecca, Rebecca and I were texting about it last night because I was like, "Hey, my love, if you haven't watched it yet, let me offer you a trigger warning." And she was like, "I already watched it today and did it." Um, and and then she told me that your, your other option of movie. <laughs> <laughs> was me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> yeah, probably should have went with that one. Hey? Oh, my God. The flashbacks to in the chat being like, yeah, no, Dead Man's Shoes will be fine. Oh, yeah. well, me, myself, and Irene is probably a hack and we'll hate. It'll ruin the movie for us if we rewatch that. Some real that. stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, so. um, Best to avoid. I just love that that's your I know, that's, that's the spectrum. Spectrum of favourite <laughs> movies. Well, I had personal history with both. That's why... I, I sure. narrowed it down to those. Mm-hmm. And the reason I went with Dead Man's Shoes, which I'll get into, I guess, in a little bit, is because of the, you know, the concept of this pod. It kind of fit a little bit Very more much. into it. Very much so. Whereas Me, Myself and Irene is my dad's favorite movie that I used to watch with him a bunch when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. I thought, okay, there's a little bit of history there. But Dead Man's Shoes, I 
show to my an ex girlfriend of mine <gasps> on our fir- very first date. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! This is perfect. We're, this is amazing. This is dude cinema canon right here. <laughs> what? We were together for like six years after, so it didn't completely wow. turn her off. She must have been into <laughs> you. Yeah. And I, but I did. I, I. It was a double feature. With another great movie by the same director that's a little less. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might actually be my favorite movie, Dumb and Dumber. That's mine. From my dad, too. When well, you said that about me, myself, I read it like, God, dads love Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> they do. And in my head just then, I was like, it's either Dumb and Dumber or Goodfellas, which again is just a weird spectrum. It's Dude, not a double yeah, feature. You really, you really like to just paint both sides <laughs> of the point. Um, but no, the director of this, of Dead Men's Shoes, made another movie called This Is England, which is mm-hmm. more popular. Oh, I've heard I think of a lot that. more people yeah. have seen it. And it's sort of like a. Um, it's still, it's pretty, again, pretty like harrowing. It's a drama, but it's a bit lighter in tone. It's certainly a lot less bl- bloody murder. Why, you know? why didn't we pick that one is what I want to know. <laughs> um, oh God, this one is just going to be us asking why this movie? I know. Why yeah. not all why the other movies? Why have you done this? <laughs> and so I, okay, that's the, that's the history with it. I, mm-hmm. um, I, so how did, how did you first come across this movie though? Well, because I loved This Is England. Ah. When that came out at the cinema, I saw it like two or three times. And I guess I must have looked up the director and mm. I was like, what else has this guy done? Found that. And you, as you both would have known, this is not available to stream anywhere. No. Anyway, you can get it for free on YouTube in very low res. <laughs> <laughs> you can also rent it from my, the DVD from me because that's one of the few DVDs <gasps> that I did not get rid of when I moved. <gasps> Yay! It's in my personal collection. Mm. You had a feeling they would take it off I... all streaming services. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, there's no way they're, they're letting this out on it. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I invited her over to my house and set up like a blanket fort and made this pasta that I still make to this day. And Cute. I was like, lovely date night, a little bit of wine, what bit of pasta. pasta. Sorry, I must, I'm quite hungry. Um, I must know. <laughs> okay, it's very simple. It's just like ch- diced up chicken breast. You get that uh, sizzling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I get like the marinated quartered artichokes. A little bit of that. Make sure you get some of that marinade over the chicken. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's... The pasta's going at this point. You're sizzling, you're, you're boiling, and then just dump that shit, straighten the pasta, spoon in some sour cream, some pesto, stir it around. Delightful. Yum. Okay, now I see why she sat through the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that honestly is probably the saving grace. Yeah. yeah. That helped you lobby into yeah, a six-year okay. relationship. It would have been a 12-year relationship had <laughs> I picked the correct movie and made the pasta. Um, and, yeah, we watched it, and I honestly don't remember her reaction Although she was into like, what's that band? Her favorite band was Cradle of Filth. So Cradle of Filth? She's like a death metal sort of. So she was into, I think, okay, like so she was, the gore yeah, and horror movies and stuff. Wasn't she wasn't just butterflies. And- <laughs> I don't remember any Doc Martens, but I wouldn't surprise me. That kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I don't remember the reaction or anything, but I just was like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Like it horrifies me to think of just putting the DVD in. You know. you, how old were you at this time? <sighs> 20, 19 or 20? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes a great Peak question. Dude cinema <laughs> age, by the way. That yes. is yeah. when you really think you know it all. That's when your brain just opens yeah. up. And uh, like, I was oh, just no. throwing out records for Magnolia, just P.T. Anderson's whole uh, oeuvre, you know. <laughs> I mean, oeuvre, what a great <laughs> word in itself. <laughs> yeah, okay, 16 well that... to 22 is the red zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> The red flag zone. <laughs> and, then, and then 23 to 52 is the orange zone. 
<laughs> when is it green? Yeah. Never. Yeah. The day or two before you die. Yeah. <laughs> like when you've got a tube coming out of your neck and you can't recommend any movies to the nurse, <laughs> to the poor nurse who's coming in to change your bedpan. You're too frail to connect to the Chromecast. Yeah. You're buzzing the nurse in so you can ask if she's seen Casino. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for those days. Um, all right. Beck, mm. what is your history with this film, if any? <laughs> Absolutely none. Mm. Absolutely none. And I hope that it is nothing but history with me in this film <laughs> till I, until I die. I hope I never lay eyes on this film ever again. It was so deeply troubling. Wait, I'm dying to What was her reaction oh. while watching the I, film? I honestly don't remember. I wish I could. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. I should have actually. You know what? I should have messaged. We're still Facebook friends. I should have said, do you remember watching this? I would I'll do it right now. And if do, she it right now. Back, do it right now. She writes back by the end of the episode. I would I'll read love it out. that. Uh, let's see. Attention. I know. Okay. I'll say, hey, uh, do you remember watching Dead Man's Shoes oh. on our first She's like, yes, I've spoken about it with my therapist <laughs> several times. Several times. <laughs> yeah, I'll say the English Revenge movie. Hopefully that. <laughs> and I believe a question is, how would you sum it up in your own words? The English Revenge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sent. Excellent. Okay, hopefully, yeah, we'll check before we finish recording. <sighs> what was the message that you sent before that? Was it just like, are you guys amicable? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. cool. I don't know. Like, oh, she just sent me a Batuta Advocate article. Oh. Very appropriate oh, of where we are. Because yeah. we are currently <laughs> recording in the Batuta offices. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask who the writer was on the article? Um, it's the one, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. It's the one with study finds majority of New Year's Eve celebrations to be held around one of these cultural icons. Yes. So I don't know yeah. who. That sounds like a Errol Parker, but anyway. It was. You hey. nailed it. Hey. <laughs> she knows. Um, okay, so no history. No history. What about you? Neither. Never heard of it until you presented it to us. <laughs> I looked it up quickly just like a, for a synopsis just to get a general idea of what the vibe was. Yep. And I have to say, if don't do that because <laughs> uh, if you just look up a quick synopsis, it's basically just like, guy comes back from war and gets mad at the people who are mean to his brother. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I was expecting. I mean, that's accurate. Mm. <laughs> in, in, a way, in a very broad it's, sense. It's good, but it needs to come with uh, absolutely being like, this is probably the most uh, violent movie you will see. Yeah. T- distressing. Yes. Right. We'll mm-hmm. get into it. Shall we jump in? All right, let's do it. <laughs> People who commit evils in God's eyes are not beyond redemption. I'm going to have to go back to town in a bit, mate, to sort some business out. I don't want to go, Richard. You don't have to. What did you do to him? What did you do? A soldier returns home to his small town and exacts a deadly revenge on the thugs who tormented his dim-witted brother while he was away. Dim-witted, that's interesting. And that's it. it. And Alexi Toliopoulos has rated it four stars. Oh, okay. Interesting. Wow. Um, The man's got taste. (laughs) 
Not out of 10, I hope. <laughs> no, no, out of five. Great. So, Bensley, for anyone who hasn't seen yep. Dead Man's Shoes, mm-hmm. how would you describe this film? I would describe it as a, um, a sort of bleak, English, uh, like, kitchen sink realist revenge flick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, very low budget, mm. um, very gritty, f- extremely violent, and... Um, yeah, I think it's a revenge flick. And this yeah. is my th- my thesis is that every dude loves a revenge flick. Mm. Oh, every dude, every movie we do has some element of revenge in it, yeah. especially if someone's wife dies and mm. you have to oh. people get oh. crazy revenge over their these dead, dead wives. wives. I mean, the most popular franchise at the moment is John Wick, exactly. which is ultimate revenge fantasy. Dead right? puppy revenge. Totally. Yeah. And Four movies life. on, we're still angry about it. We're still on his side. <laughs> he could kill a thousand more people and be like, it's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is low budge John Wick is what you're saying. Low budge John Wick. Um, yeah, like sprinklings of like Death Wish and those like 70s really um, exploitation style, r- very violent revenge flicks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's dudes will love it. Yeah. I love the uh, term kitchen. Yeah, what's what that? Kitchen, kitchen sink kitchen realism. Kitchen sink realism. It's like a, um, I think it's an exclusively British thing, but it came out of like in the 50s and 60s. Um, I think there were like plays, obviously, and, and novels and stuff, but it was, I think they called it like the angry young man genre of just like disaffected working class, usually northern deindustrialized town. Mm-hmm. They're mad at the world, mad at their own sort of station in life. Um, and it's, yeah. And also all the artworks were like depictions of like social problems right? done through the story. Right. So mm-hmm. that's why it was called, yeah. Kitchen sink realism and all like social realist yeah. fiction and stuff like that. Does train spotting fall under that? Absolutely. Yeah. That's totally. the first thing. Yeah. And it, yeah. All, every image is gray. Yeah. They're cold. Yeah. It's wet. Yeah. No color whatsoever. Totally. Yeah. That is this movie. <laughs> Doors are always open in these movies, by the way, even though it's freezing fucking cold. Yes. Every door and window is wide open and it yeah. bothered me so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're all like wearing parkas and shit. And I'm like, just cl- cl- it's drafty in it's there. It's so drafty. Yeah. Put a heater on, you know. Yeah. It's, they're complaining about the electricity bills. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a fucking solution. <laughs> okay. So, yes, yeah, like that synopsis says, it's this guy who comes back from war. Yeah. And he has a, I don't, yeah, I don't know if dim-witted is the right word, <laughs> but he has a, what is the right word he's these just days? just like a mentally challenged, like yeah. he's got, he's clearly got like a very low IQ and yeah. not much yeah. um, street smarts or book smarts really. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just, yeah. He's, but he's grown, like he, yeah, he's a grown like man. early 20s or something. Yeah. Mm, my uh, brain's just flickering through all of the words. I'm like, learning disability. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. where we're at. <laughs> Mental disability. And I'm like, none of it's right. None of it's correct. <laughs> jump like, on Twitter. Slur, slur, yeah. slur, yeah. slur. We'll jump on Twitter and we'll do some pickups later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Insert researched answer right here. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so the, the guy comes back from war and then basically, like, finds out that while he was away, these thugs or these drug dealers in town have been like tormenting yeah. his yeah. um his brother not just tormenting like awful stuff like, it's like rape, rape stuff yeah. yeah very very heavily focused on male rape mm-hmm. in this film which i was not expecting no. <laughs> <laughs> it's really so that's expecting the trigger that warning in a, in i mean flick. that's true <laughs> <laughs> go into most yeah. films. Putting on Paddington <laughs> 2, like, Where I don't know rape in here. But, yeah, it's like, which, again, in this kind of movie, it, 
makes the revenge all the sweeter because you just you hate these people so much and feel nothing for seeing them get taken out one by one except joy. Well, that's me. And the, yeah, it's my psycho brain. Look, no, I well, that's what the movies wants you to do totally. because yeah, then. Once the guy, like we really, like he must have just found out about it. He start, he's like hanging out with his brother on this like farm because they seem homeless or yep. Yep, unhoused, and he base the soldier guy basically just starts going one by one, not just killing the guys who tormented this guy, but fucking tormenting, no, them. putting the fear in fear just of God in fucking them. with them psychologically, yeah. physically, which is like. My, fa- I have two favorite scenes. I'm sure you can guess which ones they are. But I remember the first time watching it, absolutely like the moment it hooked me, is that s- the first scene where um, the dude walks in to the cafe or, the, or pub that he's sitting in, and he just starts staring at him, and then he like is like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" And he bangs the table and says, "You, you can't, you, you can't." Oh, and I was like, "Whoa, I love this." That's like, yeah, that's when it was like. That turned it on yep. for me because, like, I quite liked this film. Like I, like I was saying before, I did have to leave the room several times while watching it, not just, like, because I'm being dramatic, but literally, like, I wanted to crawl out of my skin. Yeah. I'm sure you can know know the the scenes, but especially the one with the, the woman mm, that yeah. he tells to go and Yeah, I'd forgotten about and, that one until I rewatched and was like, Oof. Yeah, it's really, like, they don't not show anything. Like, they show yeah. everything. Yes. And it's, it's, it's troubling. But, yeah, that was the moment when – the thug was like having a go at him and then he snaps because all we've seen of him so far is this kind of like nice guy talking to his brother at a farm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he snaps and then that's when I was like, oh, here's where the revenge comes in that that synopsis said. Mm -hmm. But And then they slowly start feeding you. It's really interesting. They slowly start feeding you the reasons for revenge via flashbacks and it obviously escalates and escalates as the movie goes along. Mm. Um, And about halfway through I was like – this just everything that's happened so far justifies him killing these motherfuckers, yes. <laughs> and then we're not even halfway through the level of abuse that this. That, yeah, yeah you know, suffered. there's more coming. Yeah. 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 So did you feel that as well? Because I did. I actually got a lot of, I don't know, adrenaline of some kind, mm. completely being on this soldier guy's side. Yeah. I honestly, uh, just the whole thing made me feel physically ill. And yeah. even talking about it now, I feel quite sick and dizzy. Yeah. yeah. Just going through it in my... This movie affected me so deeply. And, mm. like, I, <laughs> I'm i doing my fucking Choose Your Own Adventure time travel show. <laughs> and while I was watching this, I was trying to animate a pixelated toilet spinning around. And I was like, I can't fucking... What the fuck... <laughs> Is this? I had to stop afterwards and just sit and meditate for like an hour to be like, I need this to leave my fucking body. This fucked me up, and not even to a point where I was like, I couldn't really enjoy this movie at any point. This was a really, oh, really? fucking tough watch for me. I think because I was like too, uh, and seeing anyone who's uh, disabled get abused is something that like deeply fucks me up, and I I can't even for a second just like step out of it and be like, this isn't real. This is something fictionalized. I think also in particular, this reminded me a lot of the Snowtown mm-hmm. murders. Very, yeah. Very similar very vibe to similar. Snowtown. Mm, yeah. Which like, I'm a true crime junkie. And that is the one story that I had to like put down and be like, I can't hear another fucking thing about this. Mm. So this a lot to me, I was like, this is like a visual representation of like a lot of the things that happened. And it was, yeah, it was deeply, deeply fucked up. I did not have a good time watching this movie. <laughs> is, I, it, is it 
too late to go to me myself and Irene. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This is why we do this as a PSA to anyone. Look, so. I, I um, yeah, obviously I'm also upset by disabled people being abused. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be pretty callous oh, if you weren't. Oh, no, no, no. Obviously everyone is. I'm yeah. not being like, you guys seem chill with it. Um, and that's really problematic for me. Have you Actually, seen the Snowtown movie? I well, yeah, I couldn't. fucking think? Absolutely not. Well, it, it is similar vibe. I just, similar vibe, yeah. Similar vibe. Because that one, I found that harder to watch than this movie. I did too. I wonder if it's because of the true story yes, element I to think it. So, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, we, we we don't have to talk about the abuse anymore. No. We've, uh, we've illustrated that. He, he, these people, these dudes are fucking awful. We see lots of flashbacks of them just tormenting him with drugs and stuff, all this stuff. So we can park that. Let's focus on the revenge aspect because mm-hmm. that, oh man, this movie really like. Very inventive. It's very inventive, but it also does something to you, like really makes you like just really sift through your morals. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah. Because like, oh, we're watching it. And especially, where was it? There was something after after the kitchen flashback, the, the bad one with the. The mm-hmm. Rob, Sunny. With Sunny, who yeah. I like to call Rob McElhenney with fillers. Yes. <laughs> um, after that, like I was already on board with the revenge before that, but after that scene, I literally said, turned and said to my partner, like, fuck him, get him, gut him, <laughs> yeah. gut him. And I was like, so on board. Yeah. I'm like, my morals, like, like out anything window. out the window, I'm just so on board and this guy has to kill every single one of them. And that does make – and I – well, I won't obviously give away any spoilers, but it does make the ending all the better because it yeah. is that you know evil begets evil type thing. I mean, we can spoil. Yeah, okay. we can. Yeah, right. we, we always a, yeah, have it was released a, in two thousand four. Ongoing spoilers warning Great. on this podcast. Perfect. Because yeah, he goes one through one, but he doesn't just kill these guys. It's literally yeah, quite creative Torches writing <laughs> the way he he does it, and I just haven't felt that. I just had like such such a drive for this guy to fucking murder these mm-hmm, men. Mm-hmm. And it was quite cathartic in yeah. a way at the yeah. end. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and he starts like, because you were saying earlier, he does put the fear in them, like leaving messages and showing, just showing that he's can get to them. Yeah. Which is also my, so my second, well, my two favorite scenes, the second one is where they're driving in the car and they spot him and Sonny gets out to confront him and he just stands there and he's like, you're not scared of me, are you? And he just like shakes his head and then he holds his palm out and he's like, you're right, fuck in there, mate. <gasps> oh, that, okay, that scene was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. Great scene. And I just love Paddy Considine, the actor who plays the soldier. Mm. Always loved him. Um, like what have he, I seen him in? Because I, I looked it up briefly. There, I actually didn't recognise a lot of the stuff he's been in, but I, I saw he was in Hot Fuzz. I'm wondering fuzz. if I remember him from Hot he's, Fuzz. He's one of the two murder detectives that are always hanging out together. Yes, that's he, where I know him He's the one from. who comes back in the frame when they do the He's Yeah, kind of weird looking. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's in a great movie that I think was released around the same time as this called In America where he plays this like Irish immigrant to New York and he's trying to raise his family with no money in this shitty apartment and that – is like quite a heartwarming movie. Okay, so that, maybe we should. Good yeah, to just that's a it's a palate cleanser yeah, after that. that one. <laughs> um, he's also in the new House of the Dragon. He's like one of the leads. Oh, he's the king oh guy. good for him. The old king. I don't know. Oh, how... that's where I know him from. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, that's got to be his biggest role, I think. Like yeah, yeah, probably yeah. his most seen one. Oh, he's great in that. He's good. Um, but I love him. And I've seen a bunch of his flicks. I, and this 
I might have been, it was either this or in America, it was the first one I saw that made me just go, oh, I'll watch anything that this guy's in. Yeah, because I've got, I get a real comedy vibe from him, but yeah. I'm thinking maybe that's hot fuzz. But even in this, there were moments where like you can tell he has comedic timing. Yeah. And the thing with this movie as well is like some of the scenes, um, so the script was written by Paddy Considine and the director Shane Meadows, but the script was like the most broad outline and it just changed constantly because the actors would improvise every scene and there is quite a bit of like funny like the scenes that are quite funny with the the lads like bantering around and then you see like the evil shit that they were doing it's like it's such a really puts you sort of offside you know i was wondering that with the dialogue because it's so casual at points Mm. but you're like this could just be excellent scripting Mm. or excellent improvising either way yeah it's like mostly improvise and they changed a bunch like so the first guy that gets killed is his name's like gypsy john or something and he is that big bald guy yes. looks looks if you picture like british gangster that's exactly what he looks mm-hmm. like and originally it was supposed to be the dude who every guy rich you can yeah yeah a hundred percent and originally it was supposed to be the guy who's always got the blazer the tall guy who reminds me of like um you know like a and a really bad knocked up or knocked around version of um Jason Siegel, because he's kind of like tall, <laughs> gangly, and has like a big, tr- oh, big yeah, rectangular head. That. It was supposed to be him, but he was so good on set and so good at improvising. They were like, "Fuck, kill that guy instead. We need this guy to be around because he was oh, like so good in the scenes." Interesting. Yeah, and also apparently I, I read because I did a little bit of research because I just can't shake the community notice board okay. off me. Yeah, and um, I was reading that originally the script was like going to be a fun comedy about like a social worker. So to get from that to that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Whoa. Wouldn't be more different. I would love to read that screenplay <laughs> yeah. and be like, how the fuck did we get here? <laughs> how did we improv from that to this? Yeah. Oh, my God. We yes ended our way to one of the most horrific <laughs> movies. But that's the thing. Like, it's, such, it's, it's such a hard watch, obviously. But it's also hard because, I don't know, I just found the writing so intriguing. Like, like we said, it's not just a John Wick where he just turns up guns blazing, bam, 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 everyone's dead. Yeah. He's like, he fucks with them. Yeah. And they do, I feel like it's a really good storytelling in that they do really drip feed his revenge mm-hmm. to you. So it really doesn't escalate until that first guy dies. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, oh shit, he's actually, because for a while I was like, maybe he's not going to kill them. Maybe he's just going to fuck with them. Like we don't know yeah. what extremes this guy's capable of. But it turns out the most. (laughs) (laughs) And like the little things, the psychological games that he plays. I love that scene where he scares the shit out of the three sort of like low, you know, they're like the street drug dealers. Mm. And they go, they, he steals their drugs and they go to Sonny's house to tell him. And he opens the door and he's just got like makeup on. (laughs) And he has no idea because the guy's just been in painting his face. In (laughs) his house, painting his face, which like on its surface is just like, oh, that's so funny. But when you think about it, that's scary. Because he later says to Sonny, like, I was sitting there looking at your throat like like I was right yes. there, which is just like, oh, so scary. But he definitely does have that John Wick chill vibe about him. Exactly. Like just complete cold. Yeah. Like there's no emotion left. Which has got to be like the soldier in him. Well, yeah. Because then I, th- I thought we'd learn what happened to him at war because it's kind of implied at one point that he wasn't like this before war and mm. that war changed him potentially yeah. or something. Well, there's think- a re- that really sweet scene between the two brothers where mm. they're sitting back to back in the field and he's like yeah. remembering how he was like the best at soccer and all the team 
lined up to shake his hand, but he was like, I didn't have to shake your hand, did I? And he's like, no, no. You, he's like, you know, it's just like so sweet because he's to, like, I was always going to be there. Like, you know, he's, he knew he was always going to be protected by his brother who then <sighs> left. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> it's quite, it's, it's a lot. It this is, movie's yeah. a lot. But again, I didn't hate it. It like, I'm still it. thinking about it. Yeah. I just wish they'd toned down the abuse. Stuff. Yeah, that, yeah. Watching back, that's one thing where I'm like, a lot of this is not make, getting made today, you know? Ooh. Like, because it is real fucked up. But in 2004, visceral. Was, oh, it's very stuff. visceral. Really hard to watch. But then it's like, I'm not excusing the, the, the portrayal of abuse because I don't think it had to be as bad as they, they did. But then it's like, well, if it's not as bad as, are you going to root as much mm. for the soldier killing all these dudes mercilessly? Definitely, yes, yeah. 100%. 100% yeah. they could have taken four scenes sure, out of sure. this movie yeah. of the abuse and I still yeah, would have right. been like, kill him. Yeah. Kill him now. Because right. yeah. <laughs> even when they all died, I was like, it's not enough. They, yes. they need mm-hmm. to be killed again. Again. Yeah. Those hell. kids need to die. The wife needs to die. Everyone's going to go. It's <laughs> not enough. <laughs> with this entire plot. <laughs> to blow up the town. Burn it, burn it to the fucking ground. I can't. <laughs> well, and that's what makes like the the end so um, weird is because he does. The, so the last guy on the list mm. is the only one who sort of has seemingly left the life and made good. And made good. He's got a family. He's got two little kids, and he's got a, a, a wife, a who, wife, lovely who is wife from the show Afterlife, Ricky Jason's oh, Afterlife. Really? <laughs> I thought I recognised her face cool from see. somewhere. Yeah. And I guess there's like all that, you know, he sees the kids and it's two, it's a younger brother and an older brother. So there's like a mirroring of their relationship that maybe like, you know, springs oh, something. Yeah. And he just can't kill the guy mm. at the end. And he's, he's, there's a great line where he says, you were supposed to be a monster. Now I'm the beast. And <sighs> oh, yeah. Mm. I really didn't think he was not going to kill him. I was like, no, this is just part of fucking with him. Yeah. Just fucking with him again. That's this yeah. guy's whole deal. And really well acted for, because there's a lot of, People, you know, like the guy who played Sonny, he was a boxer, not an actor. And he just was like, I think I want to act. And then Shane Meadows was like, get in this movie, baby. This was his first role? Wikipedia. Or one of? The Wikipedia for the movie says it's his first, his screen debut. But then I looked at his Wikipedia and there's other movies before it. So I don't think that's right. And it's made me want to sign up as an editor of Wikipedia because it really bothered me. (laughs) I wanted to to fix that. Absolutely do that. I mean, to be fair, any movie that's lower budget than this, Wikipedia is like, we're not writing this down. (laughs) 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 Um, But the scene where the last gangster guy um, sort of confesses it all to his wife, I thought was really well acted. You know, he's bawling his eyes out and, and he... I wasn't expecting him to do that. You know, really hating himself for not staying back with him. So, spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah. It turns out it's a little bit of a sixth sense twist that the younger brother that we see the entire time has been dead because these guys tortured him, uh, forced acid, on, gave him acid and a rope, and he hung himself in a like an old desecrated church. What the fuck? Yeah. So, it's very... I mean, it was just like... When that happened, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. The thing I was clinging on to is that he's okay now. Yes. Like that he's back, the brother's back. He's like sure they live on a farm that doesn't have a house on it, but like at least they're together and he's still okay. Like despite all these flashbacks I'm seeing, at least he's still okay. And then to find out that he actually did. Oh, yeah. my God. Mm. And it's one of those because like I mentioned Sixth Sense, classic twist, dead mm. the whole time or someone is dead the whole yeah. time. But then – there's all the, you know, when you watch Sixth Sense after knowing the twist, you sort of pick up the little clues that were left the whole time. And watching this, having known it um, yesterday, 
I found at least one where in that scene where he says, I'm looking at you, you cunt, in that bar, and the guy is scared and he leaves and he's racking, he's saying, I'm racking my brain, and I think it was Anthony's brother. But I was like, Anthony was sitting right next to him. He should have oh. said, he'd been like, oh, that's Anthony, like the brother, but he doesn't notice because he wasn't actually there. He was the whole time. He was there the whole time. Okay, that answers a lot because I was like very confused when it's like flashing back to him in the like barn having a chat with him. Mm. And then I was like, wait, he's dead. How did that Yeah, it's goes? just his psychosis. Yeah, yeah, it's his like, because then he does talk to Anthony right at the end mm. when he's like, you know, I can't do this one. I can't do yeah. this last guy. Yeah. And then um, I was like, oh, that's so interesting because for this whole movie, Anthony would have been standing next yeah. to him. That's just the self-talk he's been doing yeah. to his dead brother. That's right. But I mean, God, like just hit after hit in the guts <laughs> with this one. It's very bleak. <laughs> oh, it's bleak. It, there's, yeah. yeah, there's no hope or joy in and this movie. And it's like the, the director is – it's not like he's uh, – all these movies are violent or anything. Like This Is England is, has its moments at the end that are quite bleak. But it's very funny. The movie he did before this was called something like Once Upon a Time in the Midlands. It was like a rom-com. Mm. They're, they're all the same in that they're low budget, very improvised, heavy, and he uses a lot of non-actors or first-time actors that he casts just from vibe. Like, I think you'd be good mm. and just lets them go. Very, like, realistic again. But, yeah, like, rom-coms, like, he's got, like, a coming-of-age tale about these two young kids on an estate. What the like, fuck? So he's got, <laughs> the guy's got range. He's got <laughs> <laughs> I just loved the performance of the sol- what's his name the soldier's name again the main guy Richard Richard yeah yeah I loved his performance oh, so he's much one of the greats my favorite moment of his was like you know when they um, after Sonny approaches him at the farm mm-hmm. and he's like I got you right here mate yeah. and um, then he accidentally shoots Alan yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but that's a still there I was like oh fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> As they're driving away, like they're all just like, what the fuck has happened? He's like, they've got a gun. Mm. He doesn't have any firearms. All he's got is a knife. Yeah. They've got a gun and he's just not phased. No. And he just puts his arms up like, where are you guys going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little moments like that. We And I absolutely loved as well the um, costume design of that fucking scary mask that he wears when he's <gasps> killing them. The gas mask. Terrifying. Yeah. Like... And yeah. I love that the guy's like trying to describe it to Sonny. He keeps calling it an elephant. And he's like, don't mention the fucking elephant. I told you not to mention the fucking elephant. <laughs> the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, symbolism. We love it. See, <laughs> that guy was so dumb. I yeah. loved him. But I didn't love him because no. he's also evil. I mean, just, I thought great performances all around. All around. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Can I, um, actually, this might be a bit dark of a question. Um, <laughs> Have you ever killed a man? Who, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who was in the suitcase? That was the guy who ran away at the when they were at the servo and the car broke down. Oh, okay. The guy that was really freaking out at the servo. Yes, and he and he's like, "Fuck this, I'm going," and he ran off. And um, yeah, Richard chased him down. So, but we didn't even see the chasing down. No, it's just it's so interesting. Yeah. Fuck. Um, which was your favorite torture (laughs) (laughs) of the bad guys? I think the most satisfying one. Satisfying. That's. Is yeah. sunny. A good way. The bag over the head, bullet to the brain. Ooh. It could have been. Cause, Ooh, well, yeah. just that whole scene because he does what you later find out they kind of did to his brother by drugging their tea 
with so much acid that they so much cannot, acid. they're not on the planet. They're yeah. s- and they're sweating. It's so, again, visceral. Which, like, in itself is so torturous because they don't know they've taken yeah. LSD. Yeah. So they're just having these experiences and they think for no reason, yeah. which in itself is just insane. And he's going, I'm having a party. Get up. Why aren't you dancing at my party? Like, just fucking with them. And, um, the palm strike to the nose oh, of, oh. I, of I think. And the flash, you only see Sonny's face very briefly after the palm yeah. strike and it is just smashed yeah, up. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think that whole scene's mm. pretty good. Satisfying. I, I do like the first one because um, much like in Die Hard where he writes, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun on the wall, which I always loved, when he writes one down in the guy's blood and they come and find him on the toilet when he's been axed in the head. Yes. That was... <laughs> <laughs> this movie is so visceral. <laughs> and not just with like the violence as well. Like even when like just seeing like how cold England is yeah. and dark and dank and yep. like the poverty that these guys are living yep. in of just like every couch looks like it fucking stinks. Yes, mm-hmm. I thought smelly couches too. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like there's cigarettes on the fucking floor. Like I was like, oh, this just texturally is freaking me out. Just like warm Pints just sitting yep. on the table that have clearly been there for days. Yeah, it is. Oh, their hovel of a home. It's disgusting. disgusting. The mattress and on the floor. That's oh, again supremic. I think the the one link with all these movies is they're all set in the Midlands somewhere. Mm. So this one's in Derbyshire, I think, uh, okay. in a town called Matlock, which is like, I don't know about you, but I am always romanticize England as like is a fairy tale. Like mm. it's a beautiful, everywhere's beautiful. And then you yeah. see like Harry a town like Potter that and you're like, stuff. this is a fucking, this place it's has hard. got some grim, grim hovels. Yes. It's, it's, it's a hard life. It's a hard knock life, some would say. It's a hard knock life. <laughs> 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 them. Yeah. I thought the musical number in the middle of the movie was a little <laughs> odd. They don't know. Well, actually, let's talk about the score because I have some notes. I love the score. I liked it in the second half, but I found <laughs> I kept saying this to Luke because we hadn't we weren't in it yet, so I yeah. didn't really know what it was yet. But I just knew that suddenly we're seeing all these like quite traumatic flashbacks of this poor young man. But the first like four flashbacks they did had like this French accordion in the background. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. It's very like obviously very independent cinema yeah. style, but it kind of took me out of the trauma of it because it was this like jaunty French accordion. Yeah, I, you know, that never clicked. But, but then right, later it it, the flashbacks get more like actual like orchestral, yeah. like this is yeah. heavy shit. By the end, it's pretty much a full yeah. orchestra score. Yeah. Um, I love this, the non, sorry, like not the score, but the the songs like that. There's quite a lot of like folk tunes and just like long yeah. scenes of him walking to like Bonnie mm. Prince Billy songs and shit, which I... I love. I loved whatever song it was that played over the credits. Mm. Um, I listened to that a lot because we sat there in silence for yeah. several <laughs> minutes <laughs> after the movie finished. <laughs> Literally just sat there like. <sighs> yeah, it'll do that to you. So mm. As soon as the first credit came off, I was like, off, off, off we're done, delete. we're done, we're out of here. Men in black, re- <laughs> remove my memory. I said um, I said to Hannah, I was like, because, like, you know, on a weeknight normally we're watching succession or whatever show we're mm. watching and i was like hey i'm like i'm doing i'm um, doing cinema i'm just so i'm just gonna have to watch this movie sorry i'm you know ruining our thursday night she's like no it's fine whatever and then like as it got closer she messaged me like hey just feel free to start that movie like i'm going for work drinks with someone like you can just watch it on your own and i was like <laughs> of course she has seen it so I've she was seen it. so okay. she was just like i don't want to watch that yeah. shit <laughs> <laughs> you just find that she's sitting at the pub alone yeah <laughs> Yeah. Just don't know if I'd have a scroll. The pub across the road yeah. as well. She's in her car out the front. 
<laughs> so yeah, that makes sense. But um, yeah, no, I mm. love the soundtrack. Mm. Yeah, score the weird French jauntiness that has. I guess it obviously didn't take me out of it because no. I didn't realize until you just said that that like yeah that is weird. It was just it just felt very like independent cinema yeah. like, yeah. and um, I and have to admit for the first like half an hour because like, it's a great. And a 90-minute movie, which we do love. Yep. But One positive note. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to that, Beck. <laughs> it only took an hour and a half of your life. <laughs> but I was saying, like, to Luke, he loved it, by the way. Great. I mean, so. Cancelled. No. <laughs> he is a dude. He is a you dude. Because it was like. My theory holds. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. But it, the revenge is weirdly satisfying and it does make you feel weird in your brain and mm-hmm. makes you question things, but in an interesting way. Yeah. But for the first <laughs> half an hour, I said, I think several times to Luke, I was like, this is just a really interesting choice for Bensley. I just don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it was like some art house film for a while because it probably just purely because of the accordion. Yeah, right. But before right. it like really got into the revenge thing, I'm like, it's just such a weird choice. I thought that as well. I was like, Bensley is such a nice boy. <laughs> <laughs> Where this behavior is coming from. <laughs> I was just like to know he's like an art house film guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a, no, it's just revenge. Well, you also had Satisfying me, revenge. myself, and Irene in the back of your head, which must have <laughs> that must have thrown what this movie is off in your head. I found out that after watching this movie, okay, right. so yeah. that's a retrospect for me, which is very interesting. And the I, whole time, I just had a fucking Jim Carrey's face <laughs> laughing at me in the background as I watched this. Be like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> And it, what I like as well, because it is like indie movie, right? Mm. Like it was, I think, self-produced, real low budget. The whole thing was shot in three weeks. Whoa. And apparently like the cast and crew, they had a, just a minivan. So they would just drive from spot to spot. That's cast and crew. That's everybody. And they just jumped out of the and van they jumped out, and shot that something. Film it, three weeks, done and dusted. Wow. So that's cold. pretty masterful. Yeah. That, okay. Props to that. Sk- there's some skill cool. there. And I, yeah, he's so good at getting naturalistic performances and dialogue out of people that like yeah it, you could tell yeah i could i could have you could turn that like the bones of that movie take out the violence take out the revenge take out the abuse of this poor guy and just made that like some fucking low rent criminals hanging out i'd probably watch that for i'd still minutes. watch it because it was like weirdly i found that it was like a bit of a roller coaster with these guys like the bad dudes because you'd watch them in these slightly endearing situations where they're just having silly conversations yeah. together and you know but then you know that they're awful people yeah. and i found a few times when if you're starting to sympathize or em- not empathize but sympathize with them a bit too much or just like kind of forgetting how bad they are they'd put a, a flashback yeah. in like Almost every time I found my mind wandering away from revenge of them and forgetting, they put another flashback in and you're like, nah, fuck them, gut them all. Yeah. It was really well told. And they drive up, like the flashbacks get worse yes. and worse. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. No, no, it's I keep okay. looking over and you're like staring at the middle distance. <laughs> like, Honest, honestly, I'm like kind of dissociating. This. I can't tell if I had too much coffee or I'm genuinely having a panic attack. But hey, this is what we do. This is what we do. This is what we do. Uh, I'm saving uh, people. Uh, hopefully I'm saving at least four people from having a panic attack yeah. from yeah, watching true. this movie. Well, so. he's being prepared for the panic attack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> make it's a, okay. A, We're still make, friends. Make a blanket fort, make some pasta, ease your way into this movie. That's nice. Use my recipe. Please. I don't That's think nice. I could even enjoy the pasta now. I'll just start having, as soon as I put the artichokes in, I'm just having a flashback. <laughs> being like, oh, God. Oh, my God. The black and white scenes. No. Or, yeah, any black time of the black and white scenes came up. I genuinely, towards the end, was leaving the room. Yeah. Like, my kitchen's right next to my living room. So I'm just like, just getting a drink. And Luke knew what was going on. And at one point, I just walked out and just stood in the hallway for a bit, like, at the really bad one. And then um, Luke just got into the routine of being like, it's done. They're back to real life now. Yeah. <laughs> Present time. Like, oh, darling. <laughs> um, I have a question. Do we know how much this movie costs to make? Uh, I did look it up. $50. It was about <laughs> 700 grand. Whoa, really? Yeah. I reckon most of that. And something that Luke, who is a cameraman, uh, pointed out is that this was pre-drone. So the last shot. Oh, yeah. I was wondering how they did that. That would have been helicopter. a helicopter. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a bit... Like it's yeah. not smooth. Six hundred k on a helicopter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so like most of that budget was probably for the helicopter. <laughs> I did. Lo- I thought it was very appropriate that it sort of did end in what looked like just a crumbling old church. Yeah, because you know, it is quite a moralistic movie. It's very like mm. you know, it's, it is the themes running through it are very religious and just like evil. Yeah, and is it right to? kill people because that, that starts with him being like god's gonna forgive them and let them into heaven and i can't have that that's what oh, he, that's his like voiceover oh, yeah, yeah that, that was kind of a sick line yeah just like the voiceover at the side he's just sitting there and yeah says that ah. like, oh, man, this guy's fucking cool this is sick because <laughs> like at the end when he lets the last guy go i was a bit disappointed because i'm like who cares if he's made good yeah mm. and kill them all mm-hmm. like get rid of them all he yeah. still like he said didn't stop it yeah but then I was like, but you know what? That guy's going to have to live with two murders mm-hmm. on his hands now for the rest of oh, his yeah. life. Like he's just this guy's so brilliant. He's fucking him up from beyond the grave. And like very on the nose, but he does come out with blood covering his hands. Covering Quite, blood you know, his hands. This oh, symbolism's yeah. very landed on thick there. Yeah. there oh, there's also like that bit at the end that kind of throws you, and then you realize like he, he's obviously so protective of his brother and loves his brother, but he's also you can tell have just been must have been racked with guilt about not only leaving but mm. when he's like he it's kind of revealed in a way that maybe he didn't even like his brother because oh. he like starts mocking him at oh, the I end have like questions about a that. fucking embarrassment i thought he was just trying to like fuck with the guy or it could have been yeah, That's, I, okay. I can't figure that out but yeah. i was like is he that or is he like even though he loves this guy, he probably maybe he made fun of him, and he's just running with that guilt, like maybe, and he's overcorrecting. Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, and a half. <laughs> Fuck, it's it's a very interesting film. You know what it made me think of? Um, what's that one we did? The not not Banshees of Inner Sharon, but the oh, other in one. Bruges. Oh, in Bruges. In Bruges. Great movie. Obviously, well. like <laughs> very different tones. Very different, but similar like moral things, like yeah, just a lot yeah, of totally. chats about killing people yeah. and the, like when is Living it okay it. and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Love that movie too. Probably yeah. will not shock you to know. Doesn't yeah. fucking surprise me. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. Okay, well, we've got some wrap-up questions uh, for you, Ben. Did the movie um, make me horny? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's how horny it is. You're like, I gotta, I gotta get this off my chest. I've been dying to say it the whole fucking time. I was jerking it. Oh, 90 minutes. <laughs> um, okay, no, obviously. No, no. God, no. I think it's a resounding no. This movie did not make no. us horny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did. Like, that's watch list shit. You've got to be probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, e- nope, can't even think not of the one vibe. moment. I think no. it's made me celibate till the end of the year, if I'm being honest yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skip's going to be very fucking angry with you. I might you. join you in that, actually. 
<laughs> okay, would you recommend this movie on a date? I am going to say no, Beck. I'm going to say no, but I'm dying to know what Ashley has said if she I has responded. Am, good question. I did not feel my phone vibrate, so no dice. Okay. But I will text you we the can second follow up I with get next a response. Week's episode, yeah. Yes, please. Um, even though I have... Done it. Done it several times. Um, no, it's not a date movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. My I'm only proud of you for admitting that. Is that I was 19 or 20 years old mm. and had no idea. But no, it's grim. Watch this one by yourself before showing others. Yeah, or with a trusted person. Yes. yes. Or, is... never. or never. <laughs> or never. <laughs> <laughs> We've got all three <laughs> <laughs> levels there. Um, look, I have to say, Pensley, look, this is um, – I am proud of you mm-hmm. and impressed that you did bring us this movie because I do feel like sometimes people bring us their favourite movies just to kind of like brag, this is my favourite movie. Right. Um, but you've brought us a real fucked one and <laughs> you've really, you're vulnerable right now yeah. and you've really opened your heart and I'm oh, proud of you. Yeah, I feel like we've learned something about you today. Oh, yeah. I just lo- I love opening up. <laughs> I love opening up gangsters with a yeah, knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's uh, like ingrained, I I don't know, revenge movies, I love Taken, I love like the Death Wish series, all those stupid movies. It could be the dumbest thing, any revenge flick, Kill Bill, like love it, feed it to me, straight in my veins. So I don't think that's that weird. This one in particular, the other stuff maybe is the disturbing aspect, Mm. but I don't know, I like dark shit. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And I think that's where I got into it was the darkness of the revenge yep. and just really getting to just like go down there with him and totally. being like, we're in this. Yeah. Let's gut them. I keep saying gut. He didn't gut anyone, but no. that's what comes to my head when I think of these dudes. I think he threatens to gut someone at one okay. point. He does mention that. Yeah. <laughs> and ratings. <laughs> I just can't get over Beck's face. Yeah, I'm going to throw so up sorry. after this record. I'm, so, I'm in extreme distress. I don't know if you can tell. Okay. Even talking about it is I'm making sorry. me feel sick. No, no. We're paid uh, to be here. We're, so we're I'll done. Push on. We're almost done. Ratings. How many tiny white and green jelly bean cars out of five do you give this film? <laughs> oh, that's a nice one. The, 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 I love the car. The one thing of joy in this film was yeah. the stupid car it's they drive. so dumb. <laughs> Uh, Bensley, how many um, cards out of five? I'm going to give it four. Mm-hmm. Rebecca? I don't know. Refuse to answer? I don't know. Em- I refuse to rate? You, I'm going to have to go back, get a new mental health plan, do all ten sessions and then get back to you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Alexia, what about you? <laughs> Are you talking about homework? <laughs> <laughs> um, I give it a three. It's a bit more than half for me. It would be a four if the flashback scenes were just toned down. Totally. Um, yeah. Nice. Cool. That was de- – oh, why is it called Dead Man's Shoes? Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Huh. Good cue. Interesting. That's one That was Dead Man's Shoes, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us, oh, Ben. Thanks Lee. for Wait, sorry. Me. I think oh. I just figured it out. What? Because the main guy is walking in a dead man's shoes. Oh. Is he wearing his brother's shoes? Because he's soon to be dead. I, like a metaphorical oh, shoe. Oh, because he's going to... Oh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yes. Or not. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Or I'm just trying to make things up to forget. <laughs> just to make you know, it better. Because I don't think I'm really present or here in this time, and I apologise for my behaviour on this so episode. Fun. We'll get you back for me, myself, and Irene. Oh, uh-huh. We haven't done yeah. it yet, so we can do oh, that great. as a Bensley palate cleanser. Um, okay, so as we said, Community Notice Board is your podcast, Apple, Spotify. Where can people find you on socials? Um, 
I think it's community. If you just look up community notice, but I don't know what the handle is. I think it's community notice pod for some reason, just cool. to confuse people. Mm. Uh, and my one is Drew dot Bensley, but I don't do stand up anymore. So it's like if you want to see a photo of my like nephew every now and then, yeah, hey, people will sign up for that for sure. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a kitty. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, and we do have something to farewell you with. Oh, God. I should say thank you and I forgive you. <laughs> and I would also like to say... Thanks forgiveness. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and also to you, Alexia, and our dear listener, Okumite to you. And Okumite to you and yours. Okumite to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.